Welcome to Making the Rounds, a podcast by the American Medical Association. Today's interview features one of the finalists for the AMA Research Challenge, which is the largest national research event of its kind. Join us for the main event in February, where the five finalists will present their research and compete for a $10,000 grand prize, sponsored by Laurel Road. For the full details, visit ama-assn.org finals. Here's AMA senior news writer, Brendan Murphy. Hello, and welcome to Making the Rounds, a podcast by the American Medical Association. I'm Brendan Murphy, senior news writer at the AMA. Today, we're kicking off a special series where we'll feature each of the five AMA Research Challenge finalists right here on Making the Rounds. The AMA Research Challenge is the largest national, multi-specialty, medical research conference for medical students, residents, fellows, and international medical graduates to showcase and present their research. Top research projects were showcased in October at a semifinals round, and our five finalists will present their research to an elite panel of judges on February 6, 2024. Visit ama-assn.org to learn more. Today, I have with me Surjith Medharamethla, a second-year medical student at Chicago College of Osteopathic Medicine, Midwestern University. How are you doing today, Srujith? I'm doing great, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming on the show to talk about your submission, which is titled Effects of Obesity on the Neuromuscular Junction of Genioglossus Muscle and Other Associated Muscles of Respiration. Let's get started. Srujith, can you tell us a little bit about this topic, why it appealed to you, and how you got involved in the research challenge? Yeah, um, I was uh, when I was a first year medical student. I was our college obviously encourages us to do research, and so I was looking around for some research projects to join, and I came across this uh, physiology research project. And for me, I think physiology is a cool um, field of science where it appeals to me because you have. It is the understanding of the mechanisms of what's going on in the human body, and uh, it helps us understand the effects. Um, and that's what appealed me to some physiology research, and this in particular uh, on like neuromuscular junctions. Um, that was pretty cool because um, just trying to understand uh, it's it's the it's this junction between the nerve and the muscle, and even though it's this small junction, it has implications in the nerve and in the muscle and for me it was just that was appealing to me to understand that and so I reached out to my professor um, who's my principal investigator now Dr. Isabel Martinez-Pena and she led me into this uh, into her lab and uh, we got started on this project Um, and uh, it's been very fruitful so far Um, it's for us we're just investigating the effects of obesity induced Um, obstructive sleep apnea on the neuromuscular junctions um, of uh, mice that we have in the lab. And uh, um, so far, um, we were looking at some of the respiration muscles, the genioglossus muscle um, in the tongue and uh, some of the other muscles of respiration. And that's what I got to present at the semifinals. And uh, that's what I'll be presenting at the finals. You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic, and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, 
supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. So what were some of the challenges you encountered in doing this research? Um, some of the challenges in the research, um, it's mostly, you know, the lab stuff. Sometimes uh, once we wanted to tag um, acetylcholine esterases in the junction, and so we brought in this fasciculant toxin um, from, we bought that, and we were trying to uh, get that going, but then it just didn't work in the lab, and it's sometimes those things happen um, some of the other things uh, are like confocal microscope, getting the training done to visualize these synapses, and sometimes you may not get the right ones, and um, that's pretty, um, those are some of the challenges that we usually encounter, and, uh, but we try to work through them. We try to uh, approach uh, the question from different angles if one angle is not possible, um, just so we have all the bases covered around the question. So it turns out things might not always go according to plan. No, no, not always, no. We have to adapt. Adaptability is a a good nugget for medical students and residents who are conducting research. What other advice do you have on conducting research as a medical student? Um, As a medical student, I think uh, we're not obviously um, experts in research. Um, So it's just trying to learn how to do research, um, how to approach a question, how to have your controls, how to approach a topic from various aspects. And for me, I've been learning a lot from my PI, Dr. Isabel. We call her Dr. Isabel. And uh, just that, it's, it's a lifelong learning process. Medicine is lifelong learning. And so research, getting involved in research is just that. Um, so that's the advice I would give them. Embrace the research that you're doing. Um, try to learn how to do research. Um, how to get uh, your feet wet in research. And uh, that'll help us once we're residents or once we're attendings um, to conduct our own research. Um, And that's the advice I'd give them, yeah. You mentioned Dr. Isabel and also just kind of that as a medical student, you may not be as well-versed in research methods and just the finer points of conducting it. What role did mentors play in this project? And for medical students who are listening, what makes a good research mentor? Um, For me, I think Dr. Isabel, obviously, um, she's been a great encouragement to us, uh, to me and my colleagues in research, Garrett. Um, And I, she is the one who, who, it's pretty fascinating, our dynamics. It's like, she helps us understand um, research because sometimes I don't think about an angle or we don't think about an angle and then she comes in and she's like, hey, you've, we, we got to do this testing as well. We've got to look at the neuromuscular junctions in this aspect or I'm going to take this to Northwestern University to do something uh, to conduct more um, such as electron microscopy studies or uh, things like that. And I think um, she is very encouraging very accommodating um, and answers all the questions I have and also challenges us with uh, new questions. And I think that's what uh, a great mentor is. What are the next steps in this work? 
The next steps for us in this project um, are uh, to first uh, confirm and validate or reproduce some of the data we have and uh, increase the sample size on some of the data before we go on to publish and also to look at some of the other aspects of research. Um, for example, um, we have this sexual dimorphism topic in within our research where we're seeing effects in male mice but not effects in female mice and we think it's uh, due to some reasons, uh, female hormones or estrogen in these mice. And uh, we just want to explore that topic further. Um, and also uh, by looking at something called lipid drafts, which are um, clusters on the cell membrane that have acetylcholine receptors, which we're testing, and also estrogen receptors um, that could clue us into the physiology of why we're seeing this dimorphism between males and females. And also, uh, we would like to uh, look at the satellite cell markers in skeletal muscle that can help us understand why we're seeing central nuclei in skeletal muscle, which are, is very unusual. So just some of the topics we want to explore further before we um, try to submit for publication. How will this research impact your career trajectory? Could it impact your specialty choice, perhaps? Would you pursue something like obesity medicine or sleep medicine? Um, yeah, it is uh, very fascinating for me. I've, it, it, it has been very uh, fruitful doing this research, and I'm trying to look at internal medicine as a um, specialty. And so I think obesity is something almost all physicians have to deal with. And uh, I used to work as an orthopedic, uh, as a medical assistant in an orthopedic clinic before medical school. And uh, uh, BMI was something we looked at before um, a person was a surgery candidate for a total knee or a total hip. And so obesity is something almost all physicians will have to deal with. And I think understanding more of these effects of obesity, these minute effects, um, could help us in our practice. And so as an internal medicine doctor in the future, I, I would have to look at these, these uh, cases of obesity and uh, just having more background on sleep apnea as well or obesity. And uh, it, it'll just help me um, be a better physician too. What else should our listeners know about your journey in medicine? Um, I am a second year medical student right now, so I do have two more years to go. And then um, obviously, I, as I said, I'm looking at internal medicine and then maybe a specialty after that, maybe something like cardiology as of now. But obviously, that can change adaptability again, um, changing um, to see what fits my uh, personality, what fits my uh desire as a physician. And I think just trying to go into that specialty. Um, I, I, am, I love research too, so I would love to continue doing research as a resident and uh, as an attending physician. Um, it would be something very cool to have throughout my career. Well, I think this is the, the fun question, Surjith. Um, let's say you win the $10,000 grand prize in the AMA Research Challenge. What would you do with the prize money? That's a lot of money. Um, I would, I think um, I would share part of it with uh, one of my colleagues who has worked as much as I have in this project, Garrett Borger. So, and then the rest will probably be at uh, looking at, we're looking at probably our expensive tuition in medical school <laughs> or uh, my expenses as we go along in medical school. So 
that's probably what I'll be doing with that money if I win that. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you for sharing your research with our listeners. And we all look forward to watching you compete in the finals on February 6th. This has been Making the Rounds. I'm AMA senior news writer Brendan Murphy. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the AMA Research Challenge Finals on February 6th. Get the details at ama-assn.org finals. Subscribe to Making the Rounds today.